Bones are amazing things. They hold us up. They support us. They make us strong. But bones have other uses. In the past, bones were thrown by diviners, seeking out the mysteries of the future. Now the bones are cubes, made of plastic or resin, but they still reveal things to us as they fall from our fingers and rattle across the table. The story becomes clear. Welcome to Bone Thrower's Theater, an RPG actual play podcast. Welcome back to Bone Thrower's Theater. My name is Aaron, and I have been playing Brother Benedict. My name is Jeff, and I have been playing Demetrius Norton. This is Johnny, and I have been playing Joris Glaive. And I'm Jeremy, and I've been playing Grayson Digby. And I'm Jordan, and I have been playing Play anybody evil. else. <laughs> yeah, pure evil incarnate, right? So you guys, that is officially the end of season one, which was, I thought, pretty pretty fun. We've, we've come to the end. There's been a lot that's happened over these <laughs> past two games. We started playing, what, in January, and it's now July? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, but it's been a lot of fun because it's moved really quickly, all things considered. Yeah. Uh, and I think that I I had done some changes to the way that we had run Terra Proximus, which was just one long, this happens and this happens and this happens. I thought this one was a little bit better as a serialized story. Like with each session having a beginning, middle, and end. I, th- I felt like that that worked a lot better in a lot of ways. So I'm glad that that came through. But yeah, this this has been a fun story, um, and I'm really looking forward to see what happens next. Mm-hmm. How many characters did Johnny go through? <laughs> Johnny, you need like a like in Dungeon Crawl Classics when you first start off, you have like a whole stack of character sheets in front of you, exactly, and you just rip them off as you go through, and each one dies. <laughs> exactly, because yeah, Johnny's character almost died again. Almost. <laughs> Luckily, all because you didn't listen to Grayson. <laughs> Why should he trust Grayson? Because mm-hmm. Grayson is right. Grayson equals right. <laughs> Grayson equals right. <laughs> I don't know if that math adds up. No, no I don't think it does. <laughs> I was going, if there wasn't a mirror, I was going to push the automaton out the window. Well, that would have been another good way to get rid of it. We were chuckling during that scene when you asked if there was a mirror... Because my initial thought was that you were going to try and just escape and dive through the mirror. <laughs> and the three of us that weren't involved in that scene were just mouthing to each other, what if it's an actual mirror? That would have hurt. <laughs> that would have been painful. It would have been funny. Yes. It would have been really funny. <laughs> Y'all would have been screwed out if I had been able to pull that mirror down, though. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. we would have. Well, actually, well no, because I didn't do anything for that battle. you didn't do anything. I didn't do anything for that battle. Yeah, that's been a theme for the whole campaign, Johnny. Yeah. <laughs> oh. 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 At least for uh, Glaive. No, that's, that's not true. true. That's not true. For the most part. In Grayson's eyes. Yeah. yeah. Well, in all our characters' eyes. Grayson doesn't realize that when Glaive's around, he shoots better, hits harder. You know, yeah. I wonder if we've drawn that conclusion. No. I mean, No, no. you haven't. No. I wouldn't have. No? No. So did you guys, did you have an individual favorite moment from tonight's session, or today's session? Oh, there were lots. It was an action-packed session. It was. Yeah, it was. I mean, we started off with battle. Yeah, and we had battle pretty much all the way through. Yeah. 
I don't like fairies. You don't like fairies? But they're nice. They're friendly. No, they're evil. So one one of the parts that I was like really freaking out about was when uh, mm. when Aaron and I's characters were in the dressing room, yeah. And we and we first saw the mirror, and then you cut away from us. I was freaking out. <laughs> I was like, does it go into the realm of the Fae or what? That, that's what I expected. I that, fully expected I it to go into the realm too. of the Fae, yeah. but yeah. then. Was we not- went through and it was Dencham House and I was like, "What?" See the backstory. <laughs> the backstory behind that was that um, Dencham had spies working for him on the Queen's guard. Yes, um, which is easy enough to pick up. Mm-hmm. But like when he when they split up, like he didn't go to the warehouse. What he had done was he had gone to the palace and taken the Queen through the mirror. Like he had had the spies let him in, and he had taken her originally to the lodge and, and then, then there was an exchange. Hmm. Ah. That was kind of the backstory of what was happening in the events there. The giant monster is still roaming around in that collapsed building. Or maybe we it went know, back through the mirror. We don't know anything about what happened there. Mm-hmm. We didn't want to know. No. That's mm-hmm. right. Yes. You just want to avoid that. But speaking of the giant monster... We need to discuss how I learn new spells. I know I, it cost me two character points to learn a new spell. Right. Only two. That's it? Well, and you have to have, uh, you have, to have enough D uh-huh. allocated to magic. But, yeah, it's two points. Because you have, points to, uh, I think you can get um, two, sp- two spells per, per, D. per dice, yeah. So whenever you add dice to your magic, then that gives yeah. you the opportunity hmm. to increase your spell level. If I'm remembering my magic mm-hmm. system correctly. That is correct. Because I definitely want to learn... Um, Shape change. Caster can transforms into any creature, not specific individuals, gaining its physical attributes. The spells cannot be cast while changed. Target numbers increase by ten. So how do you scale. come back? You just change back. You just end the spell. Oh yeah. Because okay. duration is concentration. Oh okay. So as long as you can concentrate on it, and you're good to go. So I was thinking, I could shape change into that monster. Right. That would be cool. But I think that's a discussion for yes. outside of yeah, that's commentary. Enough. I mean, we threw, flew through hero points and character points like, <laughs> like no one's oh, business. Yeah, yeah we did. We Benedict. wanted to not fail. <laughs> Benedict got through without spending a single character point and finished with two hero points at the very end. Did Grayson yeah. use any character points this time? No, no, Grayson did not use character points. Very nice. I didn't think so. <laughs> but he started with three um, hero, points. hero points, spent three hero points, got... Well, was awarded two hero points and spent mm-hmm. those two hero points. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> spent a total of five hero points. I, I'm enjoying that about this game is that it, it's you guys are not hoarding character points at this point. <laughs> well, is, well, we're trying to hoard character. We're points. trying to, trying to, but I, like, which is why Grayson. I didn't want Grayson to mm-hmm. spend character points here because I only had three after boosting my my wit. Yeah, left, mm-hmm. and I was like, ooh, this got to be really dire if I'm going to spend these. Yeah. That's yeah. why I was I was I was hunting for those hero points, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah but I mean, that's kind of what the motivation is for you to actually hunt for them. Yeah. You know, you want you want to be able to to I want to be able to encourage you guys to look for them, so that then you get them and then you spend them. That's kind of how the system is supposed to work. Yeah. So, getting you to do that has been a lot of fun. I don't know. There's there were so many moments that I was like, ooh, this is a really good moment. Um, as far as for Grayson's character, uh, Grayson's character also for Benedict and uh, Demetrius, the first their first 
first response altercation was, with the mirror. First that, response that was great. Was to, just like to just shatter, shatter yeah. the mirror. Yeah. It then, okay, the mirror is now a gateway. We need to get rid of it. And I, I loved how we each, in a different way, tried to use the mirror to, for our advantage. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Whether it's close the mirror or send somebody through the mirror. But what you learned is that the only ones who can actually close the the portal are the Fae. Yep. Yeah. Which is a lot of fun. <laughs> Until I find the right spell. Yes. Until you find the right spell, which might actually mean that you write a spell. Like some kind of mirror-mancy spell yep. or something like that. I got a lot of fun when I was planning the session going, Oh, we can have like Benedict's Master pop up in this... like kind of magical way because we've already established that ghosts can appear in mirrors well when that happened i fully expected master ambrose to pop in for me yeah and i that's what i was like does anything ethereal happen when <laughs> grayson goes through the the mirrors like oh but then when it didn't i was like huh i really wanted to make that a spotlight for benedict because you know this is a reman priest who's trained mm-hmm. him mm-hmm. so this guy is is seeing how he's this his pupil is going down the wrong path, and to be oh, honest, no, he's going with Grayson, so he's going with the right path. <laughs> well, that's... Grayson equals right. <laughs> I don't know. Benedict has seen over the past, you know, multiple times, multiple days we've been running together between murder and cold blood on multiple occasions. That's all been his character. Benedict's starting to wonder if and Valentine's that was. Yes. I mean, how how much was my master telling me the truth and trying to correct my ways? And so it's going to be interesting with Benedict over the next... Yes, it will be. Yeah. Because he's, he's kind of come across as the the lovable fool. Right. And that's not what you intended for the character at no, all. No, not at all. So I, I think this is kind of a nudge back towards the direction you were originally intending to go. Yeah. Or wanting to go with the character, so... I wanted to especially make that for you. I mean, who knows? Maybe Ambrose will appear to you later on, but you're not following what he, you, what Ambrose would consider an improper path, except that you've let your work slip on actually making sure clocks get fixed. I've been a little busy. Yeah. I just know I need to boost my ESP. So that's a that's the a truth detector. Yeah, that's a good segue into into dealing out character points. I know this has been a really busy uh, episode or a set of episodes, um, so I'm going to go ahead and give you guys. I thought I was giving like four or five. Um, no, wait. That was. Terrible. Was I giving? Was I giving ten? I think you were giving ten. For okay, well, 10. then make it fifteen. So let's go ahead and talk about um, character progression, role playing, snacks, that kind of stuff. Character progression. Benedict. Because of the, the scene with his ma- old master. Yeah, yeah I think his character has definitely progressed mm-hmm. the most. Yeah. Um, that has caused him other... to think about the group a little bit differently. Yeah. And I think the only other uh, progression the character made was Joris, but that was, was a minor. It was only by happenstance that... It was, it was only because we were able to see what his character can do. Yeah. Right. right. When he's in a setting where he has... Yeah. Abilities to do anything. Yeah. So I'd say, I, I would. I would still. <laughs> <laughs> I would. I would say Benedict definitely gets it because. I mean, he advanced more than Joris did. I, I think. I mean, 
the only route, the way I see that George advanced and it wasn't anything of his, his doing is because Walsham. That's what I was saying. Was like, it's by happenstance. Did we all know that Joris could do any magic before um, us? He did. I did. You knew I could do some. I don't think so. Yeah. Because what magic you had that you had that I knew? Well, y'all knew I could talk to animals. Y'all saw oh, me. Oh yeah, I guess yeah. we. Yeah. Yeah, talking to. Animals. You knew I, so you knew I had some magic. Hmm. Unless they just did, figured out that you that had you like a really close thing with that bird, or you were just nuts. No, because you saw me talking. <laughs> about my, my <laughs> That's what I was going for. Uh, I was just nuts. But Grayson was focused otherwise, and probably wouldn't have noticed that. Right. So. Right. Yeah, I don't try to hide the fact that I use no magic. Okay, okay. Grayson does. Yeah. So best role playing. Let's talk that. I loved Joris on his own. That actually was a lot of fun. <laughs> you drove me nuts with the Queen's Mage though. I'm like, if he's this senile, he wouldn't still be on the staff. You also woke him up in the middle of the night. Yeah. <laughs> See, Joris's role playing. It's kind of drives you nuts. <laughs> no. It actually doesn't, because we talked about this a little bit, I think, in between episodes, that things are not going well for your character in the eyes of Grayson, because it, and this is where I could see, yeah, your role-playing was great, but only because it's feeding into Grayson's beliefs. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That anybody who is nobility, which is Grayson, in Grayson's eyes, anybody who is ahead of him in class status... He thinks they're they're most of them are worthless, like yeah. they just don't know how to work, and that's how. But you do have to admit, he did admit to you when he was wrong. You were right. Yeah, yeah, you. Mm-hmm. you did. Yeah, he did. He did. <laughs> I don't think Grayson knew how to respond to that. I mean, Grayson, Grayson, <laughs> really like, did, I, of course, I was right. Really didn't appreciate it because yeah, it's like then you should have listened in the, in his mind. It's like you should have listened to me then A if, long if I was right. Yeah, right. Rather than blowing me off and doing your own thing. Yeah, I think I like George's role playing this time. I think it was good. I think it was uh, very character driven. There was some. I love that. Yeah, it was hard for me because you kept on going places without yeah. the rest of the group. It's like I'm going to go do my own thing. All the rest of the all the rest of the group are like, okay, we'll do exactly what yeah. the GM wants. <laughs> my character is a master spy, so yeah. it's like, how do you plan ahead? Yeah, I'd have to say Aaron again. With Benedict, because I really like—I don't know if you plan to do it this way—but the altercation at towards the end with um, Joris, where you stuck to your complication to your of, guns. of, but then kind of pulled back from that. He got upset and it was like, "Fine, whatever." And, and, and that part, part, I mean, considering what happened to Benedict, is like, was—is that more of him thinking back of what his master told him? It's like, right. Maybe these guys are not the guys that I thought they were. So let me stop trying to make work, them work yeah. with them and figure out how I'm going to not work against them, but distance myself from from what they're doing. Right. So that I really like that. So I would have to say Aaron for best role play since he brought those two points together. Aaron had called the queen insulted the queen while I was there. One of the two of us would be dead. Well, which is why Grayson, when you <laughs> Dinchum said that, realizing that Glaive was standing right there, was like, "Oh, poor choice of words." Yeah. <laughs> it's not going to end well for you now, and I'm not going to try and stop it. No, we'll just let this one happen. All right, we got the information we need from. So, what do you think, uh, Jeff, about role playing? No, I I agree with that Aaron with Brother Benedict. 
sticking to his guns thing and then being like, these aren't the kind of people I need to be around ever at the same time. Yeah. <clears throat> but uh, the comment where, who said it, that he was trying to distance himself from the situation, I think that just as a side note that Demetrius was trying to distance himself from that too because he's like, I don't really like killing people, but I'm not going to stop them. <laughs> so you went to yeah, search and that's why I went to search that, that was room. going through my mind. It's like I could have Grayson do this because Grayson would probably do this. It would be to I was thinking and just reach up and slap Joris in the face. It's like, do we really want to just kill this guy just because he insulted the queen, or we need to find the, the more important thing? And that was find the realm of the Fae where we need to go to right. save the queen. Yeah, you're worried about words when we can actually do something. Well, I mean, for some people, honor is more important than... I mean, he's essentially, in some ways, playing war. Right. Yeah. Right, well, yeah. <laughs> I'll say, from George's perspective, he'd already gotten location of the queen. Yeah. And the plot yeah. to replace her. Yeah. Well, we got the plot to replace her a long time ago. At least sure. we suspected very strongly. Since we got two for Aaron, so, one for Johnny. Yeah. All right, well, Aaron, you get another point, then. Okay. Now, let's talk food. Today we decided to do a bit of a theme for our culinary enjoyment. Brunch. And we did a brunch, which was really good. There was, Johnny had frittatas uh, and cherry danish. Mm. Jeff had waffles that we didn't even touch. Yeah, we didn't get to the waffles. Oh, man, I'm sorry about that. But there's wasabi chips. Yeah, the, the wasabi, wasabi chips Doritos. were pretty, pretty good. <laughs> yes. I keep eating them. I think we all do. We all, we're all going back to them. Except I for Jeremy. I did not go back to him after the incident. <laughs> <laughs> that was so forever known as the Wasabi Incident. Yes. <laughs> the wa- Wasabi Podcast. That's so then. Yeah. And then... Uh, if you missed that episode, don't eat wasabi. And, and rub your eyes. Rub your eyes. <laughs> Does not end well. And then Aaron brought a uh, Scrapple. Scrapple. Yeah, which, it, Scrapple. If it's you don't good. know what Scrapple is, it's a, uh, it's a local... Meat delicacy. Product? Yeah, it Del- is a local delicacy. Don't Google it. Just try it. It's a breakfast yes. meat. <laughs> it's a breakfast meat, and it's delicious. And Rappa is the best brand. <laughs> so there you go. Now, if you can find Rappa Scrapple anywhere but like Maryland, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, then you're doing yourself a favor. Jeremy brought. He's brought this before, uh, <laughs> but because he knows it's so darn good, it's a croissant cheesecake. And this time it had blueberries. I think it's had strawberries in the past for cherries. No, we just had it plain last oh, okay. time. And then there was blueberries or, or blueberry pie filling, depending on which part of it that you took. So that was really tasty, too. It was so good. Mm. Like, it was immediate happiness when it went into your face. I think everybody just started smiling when they started eating it. Uh-huh. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I'm torn between the wasabi chips and the frittata. I'm just more in a savory mood this morning. Yeah, the frittata mm-hmm. was really good. The though. frittata was really good, and it it was actually more theme worthy. I mean, if you <laughs> really want to go, yeah, but theme's not a requirement for the win. No, no. no. <laughs> so I think I think I'd, I'd be voting for two if I could. The frittata and the cheesecake, delicious scrumptiousness. As good as that frittata was, I'm going with the the croissant cheesecake because, man, that's tasty. Every time it comes up, it's it's a crowd pleaser. And Jeremy didn't like the frittata because he doesn't like asparagus. Yeah. Yeah. So I think the cheesecake took it. Sounds like it. Mm-hmm. Now the question is, real blueberries or blueberry pie filling? Yes. 
They, they both worked. Now, <laughs> I will speak as the leading expert because I'm pretty sure I ate half that thing myself. <laughs> um, I, I did the other half. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I, I personally think the blueberry pie filling was actually better. The blueberries by themselves, they're perfect. But the blueberry pie, I think it's the texture. You don't. You, it blends in really well with the cream cheese with the the, the cheesecake cream cheese stuff. Yeah, because it was the blueberries were softer with that syrup. Yeah, and it just it mixed in with the the cream cheese the cream everything. cheese yeah. better. Oh, but gooey the blueberries, delicious. fresh blueberries were. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that wraps it. He won it. All right. All right. So everybody. Everybody, everybody, look forward to uh, a, a really changed Dinium. Now it's it's like got a whole bunch of fire damage. There's the throne is not currently filled. You know the chief of spies is dead, and the captain of the guard is captain betrayed. of the guard was a was a traitor, and also the um, cathedral, the seat of the Angelan Church is now under the control of the Fae. So there has been a lot of changes that have ha- that happened just in this episode. Yeah. So we will be back to the, the realm of angels and continue on with this really fantastic campaign setting. Thank you so much for listening. Hope you have a good one. Thank you for listening to Bone Throwers Theater. Our cast is Aaron, Jeff, Jeremy, Johnny, and Jordan. We are releasing this podcast under a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, 3.0, unported license. That means that you can share the podcast, but please do not modify it or try to gain financially from it. If you would like to visit our website, you can do so at bonethrowerstheater.com. If you would like to send us an email, you can do so at bonethrowerstheater at gmail.com. Our Twitter handle is at bonethrowerstheater. And also you can look us up on Facebook and Google+. And until next time, may the bones fall ever in your favor. This has been a Nerd Circle podcast production.